0: january for our um covenant women's ministry i challenged all of our women to try to dig into the word every single day somehow so i have started over my reading plan january 1st and i've been digging in the word and so um one of the the plans that i'm i'm reading on has me reading in the book of mark and so i've read the book of mark before of course and um and last night I was reading this, and the scripture stuck out to me. And I even told my husband, I said, "Did you even know that was in there? What do, What do you think that means?" And he's like, "I've never even heard that before." So I love whenever we read the Word, um, and and new things stick out because it is living and it is breathing. And he and the Word doesn't change, but the meaning to us may. May evolve, um, and I, I do believe that the Holy Spirit has different things kind of stick out to us as He's speaking to us and revealing things to us, and so that's the way that He speaks to me. So I'm going to read you what I was reading in Mark last night, and then just talk about what um, what the revelation of the Lord kind of gave to me was. Hey, Don. Um, again, if you can't hop, if you can't stay on, that's okay. Um, but I do, I do just want to share this word with you guys and encourage you on a Saturday, kind of give you a little. Uh, a little Saturday boost here. All right, so I have my my scripture here. I'm going to be reading in Mark 6, verse 51 and 52, and it says this. Okay, well, let me set the stage. Jesus has begun his ministry, Mark 6. Um, He was preaching, and this is whenever there was um, the 5,000 and the 5,000 men that we know, which we know that there's probably women and children in that as well, and they did not have any food to eat. Hey, Amanda. They didn't have any food to eat, and so they were like, "God, what are we or Jesus? What are we going to do? Do we just send them out to the to the towns and have them go buy food? Like, what are we going to do?" And Jesus said, "Well, go find what we have." So he sees that there is um, some loaves and some fish. He blesses it, he breaks it, sends it out. Everyone was able to get full on it, and they had twelve baskets left over. So this had just happened, and then the next scriptures. Talks about how immediately Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and he, boat, and he sent them across um, the Sea of Galilee. They were going back towards another town to go and preach or go to um, see the people there, and. Um, He stays behind and he's and he prays Jesus does well Then the scripture talks about he looks out and he sees the storm and he sees that his disciples are in distress And so this is when he walks out on the water in the middle of the storm And he's like, what are you afraid of? Like what are you you know, what are you doing? He says that they thought it was a ghost and cried out because they saw all saw him and were terrified and Jesus said this, he said, have courage. It is I, don't be afraid. So that's what he said. Then he got into the boat with him and the wind ceased. Okay, this is the next scripture I'm going to read to you that stuck out to me. It says, they were completely astounded because they had not understood about the loaves. Instead, their hearts were hardened. Okay, so all of these miracles had just happened. He had just blessed the food, broke it, and fed over approximately 20,000 people. And then he had walked in the middle of a storm on top of the water. And he was like, what are you doing? Don't be afraid. And then it says the disciples said um, that that they were astounded because they did not understand about the bread. They didn't understand about the loaves because their hearts were hardened. So I, I saw that and I was like, Brad, have you ever listened or heard that before? And he's like, no. And so I wanted to dig in deeper to it what i believe this is talking about is when he says he says you didn't understand about about the loaves the disciples did not even fully understand who jesus was they knew they knew just like we know but there's a certain point in our reality where we have to really just have faith to believe that we know who jesus is because we can say yes Jesus was the Word, made flesh, He came, He died, we know it, we know it, know it, but at a certain point, we have to know it in our soul and in our spirit. Do you know what I'm saying? And so at this point, the disciples didn't know, but He said that their hearts were hardened. And so yes, they had seen this miracle, but they didn't understand the reality of the spiritual world that was going on. And I want to point that out, the spiritual world, because growing up in the Bible Belt where I grew up, oftentimes... Um, I, I didn't realize that there was a true spiritual realm going on growing up. I knew of of this man, Jesus. I knew I was saved. I knew I'd been baptized, but I did not realize the spiritual world around me because my heart had been hardened. Um, I didn't realize the reality of it. Does that make sense? So they, their hearts were hardened. They didn't understand about the love. So then I started thinking more, okay, Why did he say about the loaves? Like he had already done so many miracles. He had already healed people and transformed people at this point. So why just about the loaves? So I read a commentary and he talked about further down in Mark 8. Jesus again feeds 4,000 at that point. Then um, he talks about the leaven of the Pharisees. And then he heals a blind man. Um, And then he says this. Oh, before he heals the bomb, man, I skipped down too far. And uh, let me get the verse for you. Okay. He was talking about the leaven of the Pharisees. And then he says this. Um, Jesus left them and got back into the boat and went to the other side of the sea. Verse 14 of Mark 8. The disciples had forgotten to take bread and had only one loaf with them in the boat. So the disciples are back on the boat now a little further ahead, they only have one loaf of bread. Then Jesus gave them strict orders. Watch out, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. They were discussing among themselves that they did not have any bread. So they're like, we don't even have any bread. Aware of this, he said to them, this is what Jesus says. Jesus says, why are you even discussing the fact that you don't have any bread? Don't you understand? Don't you comprehend? Don't He says this, do you have hardened hearts? Do you have eyes and not see? Do you have ears and not hear? And do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the 5,000 and how many baskets full of leftovers did you collect? And he said, yeah. They said, yeah, we had 12 baskets left over. And he says, when I broke the seven loaves for the 4,000, how many basketfuls were left over? And he said, they said, seven. And he said to them, don't you understand yet? Oh God, how often do we get in that? That don't you understand? The knowing in your knower. Who Jesus Christ really was. So the disciples at this point did not even fully comprehend the spiritual realm that they were encountering. They were just seeing things in the natural, but their hearts were hardened off to what was really going on. That the Son of God was standing before them. That He was the Word made flesh, walking in miracles, walking in truth in their very presence. And they did not see it. How often do we not see it? How often do we see these things happening, but we don't really know in our knower or sometimes our disbelief or our unbelief gets a hold of us. So they didn't see the spiritual realm. I'm reading off my notes. They don't see this. They don't see that if Jesus Christ is walking on the water in the storm, that they don't have to fear. They don't see that. They don't see that if they only have one loaf of bread, in the boat with them, that they will never run out of food if they have Jesus Christ. Because here's the the reality. If we have Jesus Christ, then we have a lack for nothing. We have a lack for nothing because in the spiritual realm, everything is taken care of. If we have Jesus Christ, then we lack for everything we don't lack for any happiness. If we have Jesus Christ, we do not lack for joy. We do not lack for peace. We do not lack for prosperity. We do not lack for blessing. We do not lack. And the disciples in that moment, as they're on the boat with only one loaf of bread, and they're like, oh God, or Jesus, we only have one loaf. And he's like, don't you even see? You have me. You don't need any more food. I literally just broke off one piece of of bread and fed it to 20 million people, or 20,000 people. If you have me, I am the bread of life that you need. I am everything that you need. With me, there is no lack. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. So, God, help us to see today who you really are. Help us to know in our knower who you are. That yes, you are fully man, and yes, you are fully God. But that you aren't just someone that we talk about. You are someone that is real. And the spiritual world around us is real. And you are fighting on our behalf. And you came down and you died on the cross. And you resurrected because of your true, unfailing, unfaltering love for us. And nothing less. Because you desire to have communion with us. You desire to walk beside us. Thank you, Lord, that you reveal to us who you are so that we know it above all else. God, I don't want us to be women who have eyes but don't see, who have ears but don't hear, who don't comprehend who you are. I don't ever want to be a woman who says, I know Jesus, but I don't believe in the miracles that I'm seeing around me. I never want to be someone who says, I've seen miracles, but then don't, uh, or that I have seen miracles, but then don't tell people that I've seen the miracles. God, never let me get complacent, and I repent of any uh, complacency. I repent, Father, of any unbelief and doubt that I may have carried with me. And right now, if you're watching or listening to this, I bind the spirit of unbelief off of your life right now in the name of Jesus. You do not have to walk in unbelief, and you do not have to walk in doubt. And I'm praying right now, Lord Jesus, reveal yourself to your people. Reveal yourself to your women on this broadcast so powerfully that they have no other reasoning for what has happened in their life except for Jesus Christ. And, God, you get all the glory for what you're doing. You get all the glory and the honor for everything that's happening in our lives. Because of you, God, we have no lack. And I'm thankful today. Ladies, are you thankful today? I'm thankful today that I'm walking in prosperity because I have Jesus Christ, not because I have money, not because we have a shelter, not because I have a drink, not because I have a food, not because I have, but only because I have Christ, I'm walking in prosperity and I'm thankful to you, God. I'm thankful for you, Jesus. I love that revelation. I'm so grateful that he gave that to me as I was reading today. If you are not in your word, I highly highly encourage you to get in your word daily um for our local women's ministry we are starting a bible revival where we are getting in and we are learning how to read the word of god and we are going to um, learn how god interacts with us through his word and he speaks so boldly women of god so be encouraged today know in your knower who jesus christ is and that he desires to be in communion with you. He loves you so very much. He desires to be with you. And so, God, I just want to say thank you for your word. Thank you for your opportunity to speak to your women. And I pray, Father, that they feel your your heavenly touch, your spiritual touch, and um, your presence with them right now in Jesus' name. Ladies, I love you so much. I do want to remind you all about Fight Time Conference. I hear my baby cry. Do you hear? January 27th, the 28th. Um, registration is open and it is in full steam ahead mode. We are planning and getting ready. Um, it is that Friday night and all day Saturday, free childcare. We will have food available. Um, the coffee shop will be open. It's going to be great worship. I mean, all the things, but here's the, here's the thing, my baby, you don't have to wait until the conference to, to feel the presence of the Lord. All you have to do in your home right now is invite him into your space and he will meet you there. But he is going to show up at the conference. He is. He's always. He's going to. And we are so ready for it. So I love you so much. Um, if you want to get registered, ccoet.org. That's ccoet.org. Go register. Bring everyone with you. It's going to be amazing. All right, ladies. I love you so much. I pray that you have a blessed Saturday night. And be in church tomorrow, wherever that's at. Okay. Love you. Bye-bye.